I'm Brett Whittable. It is Devious Motives. It is great to be here with you as we uh, chart sort of the ebbs and the flows of the next uh, six days, five days, six days, depending on when you're hearing this or watching this. A lot going on out there. Newt Gingrich was talking uh, overnight uh, about uh, the, the fact that this is this is just unbelievably devastating uh, for the Democrats. Uh, this this is a bad look. Uh, you, you have got things happening out there in the body politic that is shocking. You, you've actually got people who are running for office, not talking about crime, not talking uh, about what we've got happening uh, with inflation. Uh, they they want to they want to focus on things like this is uh, 2015, 16, somewhere around there. Everything is just really cool. Everything's great, man. Everything's awesome. You know, we got some wars brewing around the country, and we got some stuff happening out there. But I mean, I, I'm not really I'm not losing sleep over this because you know we'll all get through this. It's fine. We have very experienced leadership. Uh, in Washington, D.C., I know we got 25 days of, of diesel fuel left, and and I know um, uh, Christmas is just coming right around the corner, and Vladimir Putin might or might not launch a nuke or something. This is terrible. This is terrible. Uh, there are ads running in districts talking about crime, and they're using the Paul Pelosi attack as sort of the impetus. They're also using the Paul Pelosi attack as a straight shot on illegal immigration. And by the way, did you see what went on in El Paso, Texas, uh, just on, uh, on, on Tuesday? As you watched a bunch of migrants, maniacs, giant, huge, I mean, like massively huge Venezuelan flags uh, trying to crash that border. Uh, and you had Border Patrol agents taking... Uh, abuse, physical abuse. And I didn't see, where's AOC and her boyfriend with the feet? Uh, where, where, where's AOC? Where's the squad? Where's Sheeta, Tlaib, Bayana Presley, Cori Bush? Where are all these? I don't see any of these people in the squad. I, I thought, oh, oh, because they hate, they hate cops. And by extension, they hate the Border Patrol. They hate ICE. They hate all that sort of stuff. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got to get my mind right on these things because it's awfully difficult to see uh, what it is that's going on. So Joe Biden campaigning in the uh, great state of Florida. He was campaigning for Charlie Crist. I talked about this yesterday and I'm just stunned that uh, the Charlie Crist thing is still a thing uh, because he's like down by 15, 16 points and he ain't going to come back. Nobody's good. There is not going to be, um, you're not going to see Crist resurrected as a result of uh, any effort by Joe Biden. In fact, Joe Biden's older than Lazarus in the current time. Uh, it's incredible to see what's going on out there. But Joe Biden's out there and he says two things that are like, <whistles> number one, Joe Biden talking about democracies on the ballot. But their extremism isn't limited to social programs in the economy. They're coming after your right to vote and who can get to count the vote. No, for real. You got 350 so election deniers on the ballot. On the Republican ticket. No, this is really deadly earnest, man. Democracy is on the ballot this year. Democracy's on the ballot. Let that sink in for a quick second. As you try to pay your electric bill, your gas bill, um, as you try to secure your home, uh, protect yourself from rampant criminality around the country, 
tell tell me tell me how you use the democracy to protect yourself. There, there is one way to do it, and that is to elect people that are going to enforce laws instead of in, uh, electing dirtbags who are masquerading as district attorneys, but instead are pro pro criminals. And I mean that. Look, the 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 evidence can't be any clearer than Pennsylvania and Fetterman who wants to let murderers out of jail. Because that's what people are waking up to every single day in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. They're waking up, they're going, oh, gosh, I hope we get 3,000 murderers back on the streets. I'm feeling a little light in the murderer department in my community. Nobody talks. I, nobody's doing that. Nobody's talking like that. What is, what is that? But Joe Biden's democracy is on the ballot. We got to 350 election deniers. And that means democracy's on the ballot. So what was on the ballot in 2016? What was on the ballot in 2020? What's on the ballot in 2022? What's going to be on the ballot in 2024? Um, let's, let's like go out there to 2026. What's going to be on the ballot in 2026? It's going to be the same thing that it always is. Economy, public safety, all of that. Nowhere on the ballot will it say democracy. First of all, we're not a democracy. We have democratic institutions, little d, uh, little d democratic institutions, which means people vote for their representatives. And that's that's kind of how it works. But um, you 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 don't there's no democracy. If there was a democracy. We'd all get together every weekend in every town and vote on what was going to be on the lunch menu uh, for for the cafeteria for the school week. I mean, that, that would be democracy. We're going to do absolute democracy. We're going to be democratic about everything. Um. Uh, Okay, everybody, I want to I want to have a nice debate here about whether or not red still means stop on the traffic lights. Oh, oh, there's Stephen, the college professor. What do you say? Oh, he says red lights are um, are just sort of leftovers from the Jim Crow days. And we should make the green light stop and the red light go to to pay homage to the oppressor. I mean, that, that, that's what democracy would be. It would be everybody getting together. It's just like a giant, unending HOA meeting. Uh, and, and nobody wants to be around the HOAs. Uh, that's the HOAs. Uh, nobody wants to be part of uh, HOA culture. Nobody wants to do any of that. They want to pay their fees and be left alone. Don't you dare send them a letter that the democracy got together and said you can't have holiday lights because they're weapons of the oppressor. Because you know that this is like, come on, let's, let's just stop being silly for a minute here, okay? Let's just stop being silly. And let's understand the democracy is not on the ballot. The process of voting is the democracy. Little d in a constitutional republic kind of way. Because I have to do, I have to check all these boxes. Because otherwise I will have people go, you don't know what you're talking about with your crazy talk of a democracy. I'm channeling Biden. You know how hard that is and exhausting it is to channel Biden to begin with? I have to get creaky. Why are they giving him? I just want to make one observation before we get back to the meat of the matter. And the meat of the matter is, uh, it's pretty fine. Um, why does he have a stage mic now? This is not a man I would ever give a stage mic to. When you do remote broadcasts in broadcasting, radio, TV, but mostly in radio is my experience. The thing you never, ever do is hand a civilian a free range wireless microphone you have got to have the intern 
or you have got to have the broadcast engineer who's usually kind of a rough and tumble dude because he has to climb the uh, he has to climb the towers fearlessly like we have in Charlotte. That man is fearless, man. He, he'll repel. He'll repel right down the 200 foot tower. Anyways, you don't ever give that microphone to somebody who's going to lose their mind. And if you think I'm lying, Joe Biden said in Florida, Hallandale, Florida, he said in Florida that Bo Biden died in Iraq. Inflation is a worldwide problem right now because of a war in Iraq and the impact on oil and what Russia's doing. I mean, excuse me, the war in, in Ukraine. And uh, think of Iraq because that's where my son died. What are we supposed to do with that? It's why you don't give people, very old people, microphones. Because they can say anything, anything. And you can really end up being a big loser. And so I want to parenthetically make a comment about things. It's not going to count against my time. I still have a bunch of stuff I want to break down for you. But, and it's the crime thing. But we have got to have age limits for people running for federal office. It's, it's hugely important. You just have seen what's gone on with Speaker Pelosi and her tragic husband, man who got a DUI and then was assaulted by an illegal alien in his house who had been roaming free because nobody gets arrested in San Francisco. Um, Nancy Pelosi is very old. Joe Biden is very old. Chuck Schumer was born very old. Um, you, you look at McConnell, and I mean, I'm gonna be an equal opportunity offender when, when Kevin McCarthy's like the young buck of the bunch, you got you to gotta bring those numbers down. You got to bring them down. The world is complicated. I need a president who can stay up for, for three days straight, yelling and screaming at Xi Jinping or yelling and screaming at, at, at Vladimir Putin. I don't need somebody who's just exhausted. They wake up, uh, they, they, they take a vitamin and they have to take a nap. We don't, we don't need this. I'm somebody who is not exactly a, a teenager or a young guy per se. And I know my limits. These people need to be given their limits and there needs to be an age limit to run. I'm actually thinking maybe 65. I'm actually thinking maximum age, you can represent people in federal political office is whatever the social security retirement age is regarded as. And that's usually 65. I'm good with that. If you can't get your politicking in by the time you're 65, then you need to go find something else to do. And and I don't want them all. I want to leave the I want to leave the minimums already in. I want the minimums in, right? The 35, 30, 35, whatever that is. That so you got a 30-year window. You know what that'll do? It'll create demand for the job and you'll have better candidates. Because I'm sorry, I, I love Chuck Grassley, but my gosh. I mean, the man voted on the I think, didn't he vote to end the, the war 1812? I mean, he's very ancient. We don't need this. The world is complex, complicated. You've got more than two genders now. You need people that are out there that are going to be kind of dialed into the era. And, and don't sit back and tell me, we can't trust these young people because they're just a bunch of crazy hippies smoking weed. A lot of them are. But there's also a lot of patriots that are running, especially re retired military personnel, uh, those who have uh, uh, separated from the service in an honorable fashion and want to continue to serve. Let's bring these people in. I mean, I'm sorry. I, if, if you still got war babies and boomers running, man, 
shut it down. Wrap it up, shut it down. So you've got this election coming up here uh, a little bit under a week. And one of the races that I think is unbelievably interesting has got to be the Nevada race because Nevada has been the unfortunate victim of being a neighbor to California and all the criminals and dirtbags are drifting out of California into Nevada. And you have, in the case of the crime issue, which I think is massive still, uh, you have all this drift coming into Nevada from California with all their crime, all their proclivities, you name it. In addition, you got a ton of illegals going into the state of Nevada. Uh, and, 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 and Adam Laxalt, I think, is going to beat Mastro. And I think, honestly, Blake Masters is going gonna, is gonna to beat Mark Kelly. Crime is a huge issue. Do you know who is most afraid of crime? Come here. Come here. Listen up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk like Joe Biden. You know who's most afraid of crime? The elderly. That's right. The elderly. Old people are afraid of crime uh, because they, they want to be safe in their homes. They want to be able to go to the store four times a day. You know, drive down there to the supermarket for four or five times, make sure things are still there. And um, they do not want to get jacked up in the parking lot by a, by a criminal. And you're seeing this increasingly as a front and center issue around the country. And it's so interesting that with the abortion, with the, all the other stuff that's going on out there in the world, still, it's, it's like, it really, it's your nuts and bolts issues. It's your inflation. It's your crime. It's your... Uh, it's your gasoline prices. Those are the things that are driving this, this election. That's huge. That's huge because you can bring all the, all the sociologists in. You can bring in all the college professors with their Winston breath and, 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 and tattered corduroy jackets from back when they were uh, f fleeing fleeing the, uh, the, the Popo and the, uh, and the National Guard trying to break up the Vietnam demonstrations. At the end of the day, young people, single people, married people, older people, the unifying narrative is economy. And we could sit back and be like, hmm, we've got to find something much more esoteric than economy to vote on. Good luck. This supply and demand concept seems to really be out of, it just really seems to be a, a very outdated notion. No, it works actually, because that's how the economy functions, even illicit economies, criminality. It's all based on supply and demand. I mean, you can't get cocaine. It's expensive. You can get tons of cocaine. Not expensive. Supply and demand. That's what the entirety of the world runs on. Why are diamonds valuable? Why are cans, empty cans of soda, not as valuable? Supply and demand. Why, why, why is it that it's special when you meet a conservative on a college campus? Supply and demand. You've got an overage of kooks and wacko leftists. But when you meet somebody who's like, I love this country. I want a strong defense. I want to put criminals in jail. And I also think that it's important for people to keep more of their money with a secure border. 
what you've got right there is a young person that knows where he's going right to the RNC. The fact of the matter is there's no secret to winning an election. And that's the point I want to make about this. Joe Biden can talk about democracies on the ballot, can talk about makeup facts about his son, Bo Biden, who I'm, I'm very sorry he passed away. And, and I pray that Joe and, and uh, of course, the First Lady Jill, Dr. Jill Biden and President uh, Joe Biden will find uh, peace and comfort, you know, in, in, in thinking about getting to see him again someday. Uh, I, I, I genuinely hope that people are happy. I genuinely hope that people are successful. And I don't care what your politics are. Really, I don't. Uh, the country is a much better off place when people are happy than when they're miserable, sad, bummed out, rioting, burning, looting, murdering. That's a country I don't want to live in. Share your thoughts with me. I am Brett Witterbull. This is Devious Motives. Hey, it's Brett Witterbull, and I've got a great opportunity for you. If you're a fan of the show, if you listen or watch my videos, I want to invite you personally to join me and my beautiful wife, Sherry, as we take an excursion over to Italy. It's going to happen in June of 2023, so that's this coming June, and we're going to get together with amazing people. We're going to see incredible sights. We're going to land in Rome. We're going to take a, a land tour all among the sites of the things that you're going to want to see, including but not limited to uh, Assisi and Venice and Milan. We're going to eat. We're going to laugh. We're going to love. We're going to the Vatican. It's going to be absolutely incredible, but it won't be complete without you. I want to invite you and your loved ones to join us as well. You can get more information at cruise-tour.com. That's cruise-tour.com. Or give them a call at 800 383 3131. That's 800-383-3131. Arrivederci. I'll see you in Italy.